to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast, an audio guide, an audio companion to the Transformational Guide by Michael Joseph Ferguson. By now, for those of you who have been with us since the beginning or caught us somewhere in between, you know that we are here as a support system, as a community. We've built a community around this book by Michael, who joins me every week. And our podcast has evolved and grown where we have now gone through the book, the transformational guide called Drummer and the Great Mountain. And we are now at a place where we really are going to start to evolve and open things up. We have a lot of special plans we told you from the last time we were on. More on that on where we have been in a minute here. Um, But uh, today we want to talk about, since it is first weekend in December for us, depending on when you're listening to this, hopefully you catch this podcast before the holidays, because really our focus today is on navigating the holidays, but there's a little bit of a precursor for that. And the reason we thought this was a good open topic on is uh, Michael shared with you, the community, uh, for those of you who are signed up to the email list, uh, a quick email about where, where we've been and mostly where I've been. And let me tell you, it's been a, in a very interesting place. And Michael and I have always had a friendship before we started getting involved in, in this project together. And so Michael was, was, was in touch with me, um, as a friend who I heavily, heavily relied on during this, uh, intense, difficult and challenging time over the last month. And that's where we've been. Honestly, why we haven't done the podcast is due to a family emergency. And without taking the whole podcast on it, Michael and I thought it was important to share with you, our audience. We've always been transparent about, ourselves, where we are in the journey, the honesty of our pitfalls, how we're doing on this journey of transforming ourselves as 
being the best hunter types we can be. So let me give you a quick bit about that. I have been on a self-realization path for a long time, trying to work on myself, um, always having uh, what a psychologist would call good insight. I've always been really good in being honest with myself and what things I need to work on. Um, and over the last year to two years, I ran into some health challenges, which forced me, it was do or die time, literally, to start really focusing. And that was always a, an issue with me and health was focus, 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 because that's what it is to be a hunter type. I was really good at sprinting, but not good in being the marathon man in lasting a long time. And through working on myself and through being involved in this project over the last year, I think I have humbly speaking, gone to a place I never was able to before. And that most important place was focus and routine and health and which started to absolutely blossom as we've told you about on this podcast into making me the most efficient. And that's how I think of it being the most efficient hunter type I could be. And it's been a wonderful year, but I guess in a way, um, I was naive to think, and, and that's part of what I want to share with our audience today is that stuff's going to happen in life. Um, and I'm not being overly, um, cheesy, dramatical or, 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 um, uh, or more, um, um, a cliched term. I'm really not trying to, to be cliche, but stuff happens and you don't expect it. And that's one thing. But when you've transformed your life, or at least you're working on transforming your life on being organized, on being healthy, on being routine, because as a hunter type, as you know, for those of you going through this journey, you're not used to routine. It's one of your quote unquote weaknesses. It's not how you're wired and you're trying to learn how to be. Well, I learned and I was thriving on having a routine. I exercised three times a week. I had my schedule. My lunches were packed. Everything for the, over the last year, year and a half has been routine and I was loving it. I was really on a high from being the best hunter type I could be, taking advantages of all the things that it is to be wired like me and as much as possible not uh, being afflicted by the negative sides of, of being wired the way I am because I was working on it. Well, a month ago, long story short, it's already too long probably, um, without getting into too much detail, um, my father went in for um, what in essence was supposed to be, and I know I'm not that naive to know there's no such thing as simple open heart surgery, um, but it was supposed to be a home run. Dad's a very healthy man. He was playing tennis two days before the surgery. This was all pre-planned, in and out, simple surgery. It didn't go that way. Lots and lots and lots of complications. Um, even more heartbreaking was that the first day after surgery, everything was fine. And it was the second through days 15 and 16 that uh, our family went through the hardest time, most intense time it ever has. During this time, there was, without exaggeration, times I just didn't know how things were going to turn out. But let, let's focus on the podcast. Let me focus on what I wanted to share with you. That's where I've been. That's what I've been dealing with. Good news. Dad is home. It's going to be a recovery period, but he's home, which is great. Never expected to spend Thanksgiving in the, in the hospital, in the ICU with my dad. That's not how I envisioned Thanksgiving this year. But as Michael knows, him and I were talking every day, just as friends. He was there for support and just, just perspective. There is no doubt I was knocked on my butt and knocked out of routine. And that's really hard as a hunter type, because let me tell you what I went through. What I went through was this absolute soul wrenching, uh, uh, backwards feeling of, uh Oh, 
here comes the old guy. Here comes the guy I used to be. And Michael, didn't I talk to you about this? I think in many texts and conversations, I was, you could tell, I'm sure you could tell, and you can share with me now, I was fearing that I was going to backpedal and then be back in what I worked so hard to overturn. Yeah, it's you were definitely in overwhelm and in having been through similar crises, it's just everything gets thrown out the window and all you're focusing on is just being present with um, the person or people who are going through it and you're trying to be a support. And uh, especially if you're at a hospital, you're eating like crap foods a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. so that was a, a lot of our conversation was just how do you keep maintain center um, knowing that your your schedule is going to get thrown off. There was no schedule, right? I mean, I was texting Michael at all times. I was still somehow trying to go to work, uh, be at the hospital, do my shift, talk to doctors. You know how it is with family members. You become so involved. And I have a family of my own at home. I got a two-year-old and my wife. I didn't see them for 15 days because uh, as Michael knows, it was work, hospital shift, overnight, come home, eat something, say hi, kiss the kid, go back to work. 15 days of intensity of being off routine. So here's my, and we're going to now get into it. We're going to get into our podcast because as much as the topic is navigating the holidays, I think, Michael, one way we wanted to communicate today is navigating unusually tough times where you're going to be thrown out of routine and, and how, to, mm. how to handle them. The one thing I want to know, because I mentioned this to Michael, the reason I shared this story is as much as I was off routine and as much as I feared, I think the fear more of going backwards. Let me tell you something that is a testament, not just to the book, honest to goodness, trans, full transparency. I'm not just saying this. So for those of you who don't have the book, go buy the book, but I do recommend it. There's no lie there. And this program is that one realization I had about day 10 and I left, the, I think a pretty long voicemail from Michael regarding <laughs> yeah. this, but it was, it was, it was an epiphany. If you work on yourself through any program, okay, that is going to make you better, and let's just talk about being a hunter type, those effects are long-lasting. If you had told me a year ago that something like this would happen, I would tell you I would have gained 100 pounds, I would have been miserable. Look, I had some tough times, but there's no doubt what I've done with myself and working on this wiring that I am, the effects that it had through the tough period held out. And w- w- and something we'll talk about later. There were times that I was like, hey, I just took a backward step in, let's say, eating, which was a really tough thing, 15 days at the hospital, like Michael mentioned. But the difference between now and before I started working on myself is that I didn't eat like that every meal. And I didn't just say the effort mode, just effort. And I'm going to eat like this now for the rest of the time I'm here at the hospital to, 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 to will my dad back to health. It didn't happen. It was little blips of going backwards a little bit. And that's that 80-20 rule that, Michael, you talked about in podcast after podcast is you give yourself that little bit of a break. And it was intense and it was tough. And I'm definitely, let me share the last piece so that we can get into the podcast is I am most definitely, full transparency, I've been out of the gym now for a month. Um, I'm definitely out of my eating routine, my actual like stringent routine I had. Uh, and then on top of it all, I got really sick this last week with some virus that's going around Southern California. So that's where we've been. Where have we been? That's where we've been. It's where I've been. But I look forward to, and I can actually see that getting back into it is not as far of a reach as what I feared it to be. And I, and I, 
attest that to and I and I give credit to having so intensely worked on things so far and and I feel like getting back into it and I'm happy to share it with the community as I do get back into my routine and things start settling down with the family that if you work on this, if you really commit yourself to this and make yourself worth, and that's a big thing that we talk about, if you see your self-worth as something that was working on and being a hunter type, then when you hit the tough road, when you hit the tough times, you're going to see it's not that far off to get back on the track. So I just wanted to share with people where I've been. That's it. You know, that and it, it's so I really appreciated that message you sent because I, I was tracking you and also I was feeling for you because I've. I, gone through this with my dad um major health and it just if you're close to your family how, how deep that cuts when you're inside of it um i know so many people listening have gone through it in one way or another it's either your spouse or some you just it cuts so deep and it just takes over the controls but uh what i appreciated from your message was that yeah there's like once you've established a routine and you've brought awareness and everything that we've been talking about on the podcast thus far in terms of your diet your exercise and just your awareness of this is how i'm wired then when things come up I, one of the things that i appreciated hearing from you about bonnet was that you shared that um you didn't have the meltdown that you 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 would have in the past like the emotional crushing meltdown because going leading into this you were exercising your diet was good and so it instead of it being like you were saying like like um completely soul crushing you actually sounded really good through all of it you actually sounded strong and i know you had to deal with lots of things so um it was a really good reflection because it was the first time since we started working together a year ago that you had like a really intense thing that threw you off and you were able to get right back on track and, and that's I'm very and, impressed and and the and, and anybody can do that and here's why i'm encouraging everybody and telling you my story lot this is this has just happened to me over the last four weeks there's no exaggeration is that you build up credit your 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 system has built up this credit when you work on yourself so now when you hit these rough roads all you're doing is just using up some of that credit that's how i thought of it i'm like wow I didn't have an epic meltdown where, again, if you had told me on paper two years ago, I would have told you uh, I would have had to been admitted to the hospital myself, knowing me and my emotions and how I used to operate. But the reason I didn't is because I had been intensely exercising for a year and a half. I'd been intensely watching what I eat and giving my body only the things that a hunter type should be eating and managing things. So now what's three weeks out of that year and a half? It's three weeks. It's nothing because you've worked on yourself. Let's use that as a, as a, as a jumping off point then. Yeah. One, one thing we wanted to do now that we're kind of in open territory, today's topic is navigating the holidays. But coming off of my story, you may want to think of this as navigating through tough times, times where you're in a situation yeah. where you're just not able to be in routine. So, so let's get yeah. into that, Michael. And, 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 and we say holidays because there's so many around this time. You got Christmas. Yeah. You got every type of holiday you can think of. It seems like this is the year. Um, and, and, and the branches of what typical stressors that brings that throw us out of our routine are a yeah. multitude of them. But one thing you mentioned first with what I was going through, which people might start feeling right now at about now, is just fearing, feeling overwhelmed. And uh, so let's get into that about what what that's like and 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 how we what what the what those feelings are that may come up for a hunter type. 
Yeah, so we we pulled together a list of what I think are are the common um, issues that come up during this time, and also, like you said, this also applies to any stressful situ- to situation as well. As well, I mean, it could be wonderful. Like our goal here is to give you some tips so you can actually really enjoy your holidays in whatever that looks like, and enjoy your family and be present with people, and not get so spun that you're just constantly on the treadmill. So, like you said, so we'll go through a in the beginning here of just what what would be typical um, stressors for us as hunter type specifically and then we'll go into some suggestions on things that you can do that may help Uh, just prepare yourself and get moved through the holidays so you actually come out in the new year new year feeling like okay i've set some good intentions going forward next year not just be totally wiped out so overwhelm one of the top ones i know just from everyone that has reached out um and everything that that we've been doing working with people overwhelms one of the top pieces that we all hunter types deal with um the other one's like just planning for gifts just the whole process of just planning what am i going to get for somebody and that that also ties into finances can i afford this can i not afford it all that on top of whatever normal routines you have with work um another big stressor is obligation which is a huge one, which is like, oh, I, I I should show up for the family because they've been good to me or I have to go see this. Instead of it being choice, it turns into, okay, I, I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, and it's it's helpful to recognize that, that when you're in obligation, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, that you're not in choice. And so turning that around is is often really helpful in just reducing the stress. Um, and then the other thing is just the pace of life and the soul, the societal obligations and just how fast things tend to move around the holidays is a big one. And then, um, you know, Bam and you're going to share a little bit later about this. Uh, what was your thought? I would actually, you made a note sure. on that. I wanted to hear, hear your thought on that. Uh, the societal expectations. Yeah. Pace. Yeah. And society Boy. This time uh, of year. do you have two hours is the question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this before, societal, for some of you, this is going to resonate at 100% frequency, cultural expectations during holidays, the holiday of choice that you may celebrate. For a hunter type, um, this is big because when we're not part of the piece that you, that we talk about in this program is, is the meditation piece. And there's, it's such a key component. All of them are, I'm not going to lie to you. Every time a topic comes up, I say it's a key component. So look, they're all key components, but a major one now for this, I feel like if you're doing the meditation piece, some type of um, routine that you get into in addition to your exercise, the cardio part, but let's talk about the cardio for the mind, that, 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 that Mm. meditation piece, which brings something Michael and I have talked about over and over again, awareness. When you're then aware that, look, I am now feeling pressure by you and you're telling me to be at nine o'clock at grandma's house, two o'clock at uncle's house. I got a two-year-old in my own family In the past, I can only speak for myself, as I always have. You would do that to your own demise because (laughs) you weren't aware of then, by 2 o'clock, how frustrated, overwhelmed, malnourished because you're eating the wrong things because at all these things, there are things that you don't shouldn't be eating. That contributes to what happens to your wiring chemically, what's happening to the hunter type. And by 2 o'clock, 
hello, holiday meltdown blow up. Yeah. And is that any way to spend the holidays? No, but I did that for years. And so my quick share there, and I'll get into more detail, like you said later, is, is it's about setting boundaries. And when you're aware of what you're going to be like in certain situations, then you're going to prepare. You're going to prepare with that good snack that's going to get you between house number one and house number two, should you choose to do that. Or maybe you're the kind of hunter type that's transformed and realizes, listen, relative X, this year I can't do two visits in one day. I need to spend some time with my own family. If you want to spread it out and maybe spread it through the weekend, then maybe I'll be there. Or I'm sorry, I just can't make it. Yeah, It's like we're so... And this is not a hunter type thing, but this is just, we're so around these times of the holiday. We, we so want to say, oh, let me do it because it's the holidays. But sometimes yeah. it's to our own detriment. That's it. You couldn't have said it better. That's it. That's it. Setting boundaries, anticipating the, the potential meltdowns and, and spending a little time prepping. And uh, that's, we'll go into this a little yes. more in detail, but that's it. Yeah beautifully put um and then so prime and then the other thing is just like you said going off your routine that's probably the number one thing if you've been listening to this podcast and you've started to do and i know many of you have shared uh that it's been helping and you've been doing this you've you've started to get an exercise routine going you're eating you know a, a healthy higher protein low carb diet um and then over the holidays, every all these foods are put in front of you. You're going from here to there, and you're like, well, I don't have to really exercise today. It's actually more important now going into the holidays that you maintain your routines so that you can be present just so for everyone else involved as well. Um, and so th- I think that those are the big ones. Going off your routine, staying connected to yourself so that – just a, like you were just saying – Staying aware, being present, moving in is moving consciously through the world. So you, you're taking a moment, and if you're you're doing the journaling exercise that I recommend in the morning, you sit down and you just write out, "Here's how I'm feeling. Oh, I'm feeling totally overwhelmed. Um, what can I do?" Reference the book. Go to the emotions chapter in the book. It maps this out. That is an extremely helpful exercise right now going into the holidays. One image I had when you talked about journaling, because we talk about how important that is, and I'm guilty of not doing it enough and, and letting things kind of get to a boiling point. One strategy I found at the hospital during the 15 days, um, and I probably didn't do it enough, but at least I did. I mean, you're at a hospital. You don't want to ask for a paper and pen, and what if I, you know, I don't have my journal. I don't have access to my Word document journal. Everyone now has a smartphone. It's got a voice memo recorder. I there made the go. voice. Me- I, in fact, I went into the quiet room. You know, they have a prayer room or a meditation room. Every hospital has yeah. some place you can go and, and making sure nobody else was in there to bother them. I just went in there on purpose to be a quiet room and just have it be reflection, almost like I was sitting down and writing. And I just hit record for like 30 seconds, a minute at a time. And I just yeah. got out some angst and I got out some yeah. worry and concern. And and just like in the holidays, then you want to come back to your family so that you can be in a good mode with them, I was then able to go and be there to support my dad and, and the family there. So that's that's one note I want to say is that journaling can take many shapes. Remember, yeah. it's about releasing. It's about getting yeah. it out. And one note I'd say, a good friend like Michael, uh, he was my journal too, friends like him, <laughs> because they would check in and if I saw an opportunity, I would just call 
and Michael just as a person is such a good listener and other friends too. Journaling can be that too. It can take that shape. Just having yeah. someone listen yeah. is, is a type of journaling. That and just getting it out, having some support on that. And you know, and as over the holidays, I mean, keep this podcast on your phone. If you need to duck out of whatever you're doing because <laughs> you're overwhelmed, pop it on. Yeah. Or listen to some tunes, go back in, catch your breath again. Uh, and so the uh, going into that, so family and interpersonal relationships are huge stressors or can potentially be. Everyone's got different relationships with their family. Sometimes it's just super and great and you're just happy to see everybody. Um, but there's also for many of us have issues with temper, especially when we get into overwhelm. And I know that's probably like 80% of you. So um, if that's you, then please keep listening as we're going into some of the tips because it's more than anything else, keeping your, your health and diet routine dialed in is going to help more than anything else. And then as we just said, having uh, ways of, of releasing the steam uh, and catching your breath. So it's usually when you're in it. When it feels like you're 100% in whatever it is that's stressing you out, when there's no other awareness, then that's when the blow-ups happen. But when you can start – and again, this is where meditation and exercise and all these things start to build awareness so that you're not 100% in it. And that is the trick and the, the gift of meditation and exercise and having a good routine is it, it gives you that – extra space where you're just a little bit outside you, you there's enough of your consciousness outside of the stress that you can start slowly calm yourself back down and not react in a way where you have to apologize or you feel <laughs> guilty or you feel embarrassed um and it, and it may for some people it's overwhelmed where they just contract and they just can't they just can't function or they they don't go to the party because they're just they get hit overwhelmed and they just stay at their house and they miss the opportunity to connect with people that they actually would have enjoyed connecting with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's I mean we're pretty much getting into some of the suggestions and so you know one of the things about the the meditation and taking the time to journal every day is that I love how you said it is it helps you you and I have talked about this a couple of times offline. Um, it's like you see a quick uh, future replay of what's about to happen. And I think that's awareness to me. That's what I, mm -hmm. I think you've said. Oh, that just means you're aware. You're, you've, you've become aware is you actually watch when you're doing this stuff, the mindfulness exercises, the journaling at stressful times, like navigating through the holidays, you actually, um, something happens, a trigger, let's call it. What would normally, I, I should say, be a trigger for you? But when you're, when you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing, before reacting as you would, you will actually see, and this is at least how it interprets for me, is I watch myself about to react, and then just seeing myself and how I'm about to react, realize, oh, that's what I used to do. I yeah. don't react that way. And that's literally the definition of awareness. That's it. So, I mean, so let's just go into it. Yeah, so let's the get suggestions into it. for for the smoother holiday would be if we covered this already, stay balanced, keep your routines and honor yourself. And you mentioned that before. So, honoring honoring yourself means I'm tuning in and I'm making conscious decisions. I'm not just getting swept up in the flow of things. I'm taking a moment and I'm going, okay, what do I need? In amidst all, even if you have a family, even if you have people that are, that 
you're taking care of, you still need to honor yourself it, for their good, exactly. for, the, for their well-being. And yes. again, one of those tools, a couple of those tools, again, is uh, journaling or and or talking to someone. If Like if it's just too much and you can't find yourself getting to the place where you can sit down and, and do the journaling exercise mentioned in the book, uh, then call someone and talk it through. Uh, the other thing, and we were just talking, we were going through this before the podcast, mind mapping is super helpful mm-hmm. as a potential kind of journaling tool where you can just kind of bullet stuff out really quick and just kind of look at your life and see those things that might be overwhelming you. And you can go, okay, I can take this action. The, taking that time in the morning or or on, you know, when you have a little bit of a break and just kind of map stuff out a little bit. What's going on for the next week? What are the things that I'd like to do? Go through the mind mapping process. Put put the main headings like family and with like buying gifts and, and just sit down and create that for yourself either with like a mind mapping program or just uh, by hand or just by note just in your journal. And then you have the ability then to make some choices prior to just getting thrown into it. A quick uh, reference on that mind mapping is for those maybe that are midway joining us or haven't caught up on all the podcasts. Mind mapping is in chapter 11 of the book, Tips and Practices. Yeah. Um, and you can actually see an example on page 331 of what a mind map might look like. So Michael said there's a few software out there that can do this. Uh, choose one of your choice. But when you look at that picture on page 331 of the book, just imagine how much something like this may help you during this this time, which is navigating the holidays. You know, Mike, one thing that came to mind as we're talking about this is we're not perfect. Like we said, for some of us, 80-20 means different things. If yeah. you have never been a journaler before, you're working on yourself. You've gone through this program with us. You're part of our community. If you've never – if journaling is not one of your strong points – to me, one of the homework assignments that we sometimes like to give impromptu, I think one of your assignments for this podcast is if you know that this is you, maybe you're a person that everything is fine and holidays aren't a stressful time. But for the most of us where holiday yeah. times do tend to be, make this your assignment. If you've never done journaling before, Dang. how about this? How about a holiday journal? How about start one now in preparation for the holidays? Start a mind mapping program now. And if you don't want to do it after the holidays are over, that's fine. But trust me, if if you know this is a weak point of yours, the stress that comes with holidays, maybe now's the time. Start a, start a holiday journal. Start a that, holiday mind map and watch it get you through. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's it. And then you, I, I see you have a note here. We're going, we have we bullet stuff out before the podcast here. So is there any other notes you had? I saw you had yes. a couple of notes on journaling. So journaling, I've kind of mentioned this before, but journaling, like I said, you're not always in a position to do the traditional way. Quick share about the 15 days of pure, unadulterated, just intensity and stress that, that, that I went through that I learned a lot from. And one of them was my wife became my journal. It was really cool. Like I, I have the blessing. I have no doubt. I have the blessing that I have pretty much an 80% farmer type as a wife. She's not quite a hundred percent farmer type, but she's, she's much, she's much more close to farmer type than hunter type. Let's put it that way. And that's the yin yang of our relationship. And one of those things was no doubt I'd come home and she'd, she knows what we we're all family. She knows what we're going. It's her father-in-law in in the hospital for goodness (laughs) sakes. Yeah. Uh, And she just say, tell me, what happened today? And when you're stressed out and 
I haven't done my swimming. I, you know, I'm up to almost a mile a day of swimming when I'm in routine. So there's a lot of energy that's being burnt out there. But when, now I hadn't been doing that for three weeks. Uh, because I was in that mode, what do we call the fog? I was a little yeah. bit of that fog of, of the hunt, the, the untransformed hunter type was coming back. I didn't even want to share because I just didn't, I just wasn't in the mood. And, I'm, and, and I think there's a party who goes, well, if I share, I'm going to get upset about it. Well, I realized that, no, this is your journal. A journal doesn't judge, right? When you're writing in a journal, it's not talking back to you. And you know what? Literally, it became the routine. Every night after the hospital, when I come home from my shift and after work, I would just tell her what happened to that day, what the mm. doctor said, how it made me feel, what the next step is. And I'm telling you yeah. that that person, and because she had nothing to say, it was like, okay, you know, it'll be okay or well. Yeah. You know, let me know if you need any help. What kind of food do we need at the hospital tomorrow? What should I cook for everybody? There's the little, listening itself. The listening itself needed. is the journal. Yeah. It's a non-judgmental it. way. So that that is one one thing um I I want The other thing is th there were nights that and I've done this during the holidays too and I wanted to share that too is there is nothing if so so let me switch it from the hospital intensity to, to more a holiday intensity. You know, you just hung out with cousin X who you never really liked, but you have to hang out with him <laughs> during the holidays. I'm sorry, him or her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we all have this. Okay. Cousin X and yeah. you either know you're going to be hanging out with them, but there's two situations I can think of to be helpful here. Let's say you've now hung out with them and let's say you've even done everything to, 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 to get through this. And now you've spent three hours with this person and you just, Man, he said three things that just pissed you off, just like they did when you were a kid. And da, 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 da. The untransformed hunter type reacts either right there, which, by the way, you lose, right? Because when you react and you're the, right, it's always the person that reacts, just like in any sports fight, right? In the NBA, in the NFL, they don't penalize the guy that threw the initial punch. The guy that gets kicked out is the guy who reacted. And that's how you lose in a family situation because now you're the one, all that person did is say something that triggered you. You're the yeah. one that blew up. And now yeah. you got the black sheep moniker hanging over your yeah, head, yeah. right? Long story short, man, I can't tell you the power of email drafts <laughs> during the holiday. Come home or step out and write an email to that person. Now, be careful. Don't actually put their email in the tube because you might hit send. But pretend you have. And I'm telling you, get it out, man. It's a form of journaling. Tell, I'm telling you, every curse word that you were feeling that you wanted to say to them in person that you normally would or how you would react, that emotional volatility that you would normally have, get it out an email draft. And two things you can do. Save it for the duration of the holiday so that every time that person, you think of that person, you want to react or call them up and tell them <laughs> off, go read that email. Trust me, the same uh, experience of getting it out happens by what you did. You're like, yeah, I'm telling that person off. And then after the holiday, you delete it and forget it and move on. There you go. There you that go. Little beautiful. journaling trick, if you will. That's beautiful. And that's it. And that's where we go into the book, particularly that navigating emotions chapter. It's very important to decompress, just to get decompress. Stuff out. So yes. it doesn't build it doesn't build up. And another note here, because I've been interacting with a lot of you online. And if you have a spouse that may not uh, that doesn't understand you and you're really wanting the support that you're not getting from them because they just don't understand how you're wired or maybe they don't even know like ADD is that real or not. Um, try going through the first couple chapters of the book with them. 
just say like you know before bed let's just kind of read through this together and, and talk about it or, or encourage them to read because th- those first three chapters of the book really spell out who we are and how we're wired and i think what what a lot of you are drawn to in terms of the podcast in terms of what the book says is it gives people a perspective on how we're wired that's non-judgmental but also that they can then work with in being a better support to you so i would highly recommend if you're in that place where you're feeling a little alienated from your significant other um Spend a little time, just not the whole book. The book looks big when you first get it, but just the first three chapters, you can cruise through them like, you know, in one sitting. And uh, I think that'll help in terms of getting that kind of support that Batman was talking about, because his wife now really understands how he's wired. And even as we've been working together, I'm sure that in some of these insights have flooded into her and she understands it. And so they can offer things like quiet listening, which is often what we need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Moving on, yeah. so don't, don't sacrifice your exercise schedule. Mm. So important, so important, so important. And uh, you, you, I see your notes here. Just card, like keep your routine at all costs. If you are doing rate three again, three times a week at least, at least thirty minutes a shot cardio that you love doing. Um, and if you if for some reason you can't go for walks. Go out, get like, especially if you're in the midst of, of uh, a family gathering and you just excuse yourself. I don't care how hot or cold. It's probably going to be cold for most of you. <laughs> go out, go for a walk, come back, make excuses if you have to, but get out. Movement almost always works. And let me tell you something about the hunter type in that situation. I, I want to refer a bit to what I went through, but let's just keep it in the holiday mode. So, Picture, if you will, the imagery Michael just set up, right? You're at a family gathering. Everyone just ate. Maybe, and so this is the yin and the yang. Look, maybe you said it's the holidays and you ate a little bit more portion-wise and or item-wise something than you should. Something that's not typical of you and the transformed hunter that you've become. Let's just say that. Get the family involved, okay? Don't make, you know, you shouldn't have to worry about looking abnormal because you want to go for a walk after dinner and everybody wants to sit down and watch a movie get them involved i've done this it's like let's everybody go for a walk the movie is going to be sitting there um and waiting for you guys get the family involved say everybody let's put on our clothes kids love walks kids are same you know they've been pent up all day go for a 20 minute family walk after the meal now come back and you can watch a movie and you'll notice just the energy of the room will change and the energy of the family will change. Um, but like Michael said, I think the important thing there, Mike, is if you can't get everyone involved, there is no reason this is back to honoring yourself that you yeah. yourself can't just excuse yourself for half an hour and say, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm that, going. That's it. That's yeah. it. You, you got to take those breaks. The other point yeah. uh, going into that is take downtime. Yeah. So, this is so important. This is where the journaling and mapping things out, like know what chills you out. And it, and it, it's not what should chill you out, but what actually chills you out that is not self-destructive. Um, you have to plan that into your schedule. You need to plan what Melody's like for me, like I, I gotta tell you, I came off a very intense week this week. Uh, apart from doing all this, I also manage and do a lot of media work. And so I'm managing a big project right now. And I was could not unwind and the only thing that worked is i sat down i watched old reruns of letterman from like 85 and it just like for whatever reason it just 
That yeah. was what I needed. Yeah. Sat on YouTube for like two hours and it clicked. I was just chilled out. I was relaxed. I mean, the thing is we want to think, okay, if we just met, like if you've been in the consciousness world for a little bit, you think, oh, I should meditate. Honestly, there's times where you need to just yes. downshift and yes. you got to know what does it. And again, but also do it in a way that's not so self-destructive. So right. if in the past, if up till now, maybe drinking or, or whatever it is that mellows you out, you know, I, I, I'm kind of on the fence with marijuana because I think it can be. So I know many of you, like you're in States that you totally fine. And, and <laughs> as long as it doesn't feel to you as an addiction, then you, you got to find that, uh, alcohol seems to have a, a more detriments than positive. So I would, I'm a little like personally just watching so many people go through this, uh, and not now drinking, drinking alcohol in the last 10 years, the benefits of not is pretty high. So I would say, and just the addiction piece there. So I would say if that's your way of mellowing out, you might want to have two or three other methods of chilling yourself out, uh, that even just taking a bath, like oftentimes, like, especially as a guy, we think, Oh God, but actually sitting and taking a warm bath, it's so good for your your emotional body to calm it down. And it's so much different than a shower. It really is guys. Let me tell you something about that. The Epsom salt trick been around for ages and ages. There is nothing like an Epsom salt bath during stressful times. I still don't know the properties of it or why it works. Magnesium. Magnesium. Thank you. It sucks into your body and it's, that's it. Proven to to melt, it's, and it's been around since Little House on the Prairie days. I mean, you exactly. know, <laughs> I mean, it, it 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 works, it works, it's, and I think that's. I love what you said is that, and this is what's I think different about us. Look, there are things we preach upon in the program, you know, like the meditation and being conscious and being aware. But look, there's exceptions, and if watching old reruns of Letterman for that's for right. a little bit of time yeah. is what kind of recharges you and just kind of makes you break out, then do it then do yeah, it it's it's okay it and, and plan it so that because what you do is when you're when you have time to mellow out it calms your nerves and then you don't get into that high stress high cortisol place which you know obviously exercise helps in that as well uh but then just down especially towards the end of the night well, uh okay you go ahead you know just one thing you mentioned there because it's one of our points it's planning around stressful situations i think that's kind of what we're, we're hinting at here over the last couple points yeah. One point I want to make about planning around stressful situations brings us back to one of the points we made originally. One thing for a hunter type that is very, very much a cause of anxiety is last minute. We are just, yeah. we are not good at it. We don't thrive at it and it makes us nervous and it sometimes leads to some of the blowups we have. I, I can I can speak personally. It's just, I don't do well, again, what we used to do before realizing who we are and how we're wired, we'd accept the last-minute situation. Someone says, oh, you got to come over and do this, or, oh, come over and help me with this. You do it despite your instincts inside saying, I don't want to do this right now. I want to chill, yeah. and and you go do it, and then you're the worst for it. Remember, yeah. this is part of honoring yourself. It is okay to say no. Yeah. Someone calls last minute, really want you guys to come over, come over for some tea and we're going to watch some movies, going to watch a holiday movie. And you've been through two houses that day. Now you just like me, just want to sit with your two year old and just relax and play some music together and sit with your wife and have a cup of tea. That's okay. It's okay. That's part of you realizing who you are is saying no, that it's okay to say no. That's. 
that's a, couldn't say couldn't say it better. That's it. And you know, going into the other piece of that is going into buying gifts. Oh yes. And and so the one thing I will tell you is that so the what is common amongst us hunter types is we why we procrastinate and wrote about it in the book we've talked about it a number of times is it's this dopamine piece that once we we can't focus on something uh like buying gifts and all that until it becomes an emergency and then we're like shoot and i've done that so <laughs> many it got to the point where i just accepted the fact that two days before christmas that's I was your time buy yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I just accept it. I'm like, I know that's how I'm wired and I'm yeah. going to have to brave. Like I had my systems of like where I would go. And I, so one part of it is, is self-acceptance. Like, so it, it's ideal, of course, to sit down and have everything mapped out. Uh, so you don't stress out and we're going to encourage that. And you also need to accept the fact that some of you may have so many things going on and it's not on the radar until it's an emergency and then you do it. So self-acceptance is important. And though, if you can, the, the big tips going into if you're buying gifts for the holidays, it's the, the, the fifth now as we're recording this will probably go out in a couple of days. Uh, budget, if you can, beforehand as a reminder. Set your budget. Do a mind map or journal out. Here's the people I need to buy gifts for. Try to put a number next to it so you, can, you don't go over and then have the stresses of finances. That's one of your challenges. Uh, the other option is you can make gifts. If you're a creative person, there's so many creative people listening to this podcast. Uh, it's the more meaningful gift. And so it's something to think about if it's something you've created in the past. Uh, maybe you're a musician, you have CDs, you can, you can give those as gifts. Um, think about what you can actually create for somebody. You know, that, that's, a, that's an option as a, as a gift, that it's often the most meaningful gift. The next one is buy local. I just, just as a side note, this is a non-ADD thing. Support – everyone's going to the big box stores uh, try to support local craftspeople. Find out where the local craft fairs are or the farmers markets. Go there and buy gifts. You're keeping the money within your community. It's they're more meaningful gifts to begin with. You're probably going to save money. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend it. I'll even pump my dad's site. Go to uh, handmadewoodproducts.com. I nice. think that's what it's. Yeah, he makes beautifully wood turn products. Oh, great. Check it out. Look at it's Pacific Otter. Dot com that's you can get to it from that um, but whatever it is find you know try to try to buy local it's gonna it, you'll feel better about it and then the other option is just you could make a donation for somebody like if there's there's a there's a charity that someone really loves just make a donation to that charity and make them a card and say I donated in lieu of a gift I donated X amount to a charity some depending on the person some people are like oh, but a lot of people would find that really meaningful. So know that these are some options just to make things a little easier. Um, and then so the last piece I would say in, in wrapping up here is if you are someone who's dealing with depression and loneliness, you're on the other end of the spectrum from what we've been talking about, then it's actually – and you're, you're, you're a hypersensitive person. And I know what this is like to not be uh, someone who is uh, always wants to be – to connect, I tend to want to, my tendency is to be introverted, um, then it's actually a really important time for you to then push yourself a little bit, get out and connect with people. Uh, and one of those ways of doing that right now, especially during the holidays, you can volunteer. See if there's any volunteering opportunities that are in your community. And if it feels like a little bit of a push, 
you'll feel better after. I mean, I can I cannot tell you how many clients that I've said just try volunteering, and then they always thank me. So over the holidays, if you're feeling a little um, disenfranchised or you're feeling a little depressed, push yourself to get out. Try to volunteer. Try to do something that's going to get you into a, a better state of mind. And then you know you'll you'll find a fa- the, the family connection looks very different for everybody and sometimes our personal fa- our, our blood family we have no connection with but then there's this extended family that we can connect with that can nourish us and get us through the holidays beautiful beautiful and you know we we probably have a few other things we wanted to mention we still have a couple more podcasts before the po- holidays at least one more so if anything's left over we'll we'll definitely make sure to mention in the next one um but it's just good to be back, isn't it? Um, yes, it is, good, it is to, be good to be back. Good to back. have you back. Thank you, my friend. Really, truly yeah. uh, blessed to have you as such a good friend in my life. We've known each other for years now. And uh, it's like I've always said, this project we're doing together, this podcast is, is, is a blessing for many reasons. And it really is. It, it's good to be back home on the, on the microphone with you. Um, a reminder for those, again, who may be just joining us, we are at drummerandthegreatmountain.com. That's where you can find everything about the book, how to get it, how to purchase it. Speaking of that, honest to goodness, uh, give this book as a gift if you are someone who is listening to this. You're not a hunter type. We've mentioned this before. We have some listeners that are listening to this because they are concerned about someone in their family or a friend. So then give this book as a gift. Um, and it doesn't have to be an uncomfortable thing. It can be, look, I, we've talked about this. You can, a lot of hundred types you'll find if for those of you who have someone in your life, they actually admit to this. I have friends who are hunter types. And over the years, we used to joke about it. We used to make fun of each other for being this way. We used to pick on each other's little in, in, in um, idiosyncrasies about being a hunter type. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be an uncomfortable thing. It can be a good thing. And you'd be surprised sometimes when you make that um, gesture yeah. You'd actually be surprised that someone says, wow, someone actually cares about me this much. Let me get into it. So yeah. keep that in mind. Get get this book for someone uh, for the holidays. Um, if that's who you are, you're listening to this because you are concerned about someone. Uh, on drummerandthegreatmountain.com are our social media links uh, where we love getting your feedback. Yes. Uh, Michael has an, has absolutely established a relationship with you all, all of you that listen, uh, those of you that bought the book and then turn into the podcast. Those of you who've tuned into the podcast and then bought the book. Uh, it's really great to hear from you both on the book. Uh, it's impact. Your stories are again, we're in a new chapter of the podcast, your stories and you sharing without us sharing any personal information at all are what are going to drive the topics of this podcast. So keep them coming. And before we go, Michael, I know in the past, before we took this little hiatus, there were a couple of things coming up. They're still coming up. They're just, we're, we're giving ourselves that break uh, with all that's gone on. We still plan on doing a webinar. It just yeah. is not going to be till the new year, right? Yes. And we're going to move it to the new year. We have everything set up and ready to go and Excellent. we'll be doing courses. So uh, webinars and courses are on the horizon as well as the ebooks. So and the those ebook are, as well. That's yeah. Right. So, yeah. So those are all... Um, imminent and guests special guests are coming up we actually had one scheduled before um before my family situation we will reschedule that at this point i don't know if it'll be before the new year but we will do our probably after the new year probably after the new year um so we're gonna have guests guests to speak on specific topics which are their expertise so stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned michael it's so 
good to be back with you, my friend. Thank you as always. You as well. I'm so glad your dad's doing better and uh, you sound great. Thank you, my friend. Always good to talk to you. Again, keep those stories coming. Keep those um, shares of what's going on with you coming because, again, that's what drives the podcast. The podcast is a lot of where you where you in the community get your juice to to get to the next week, to get to the next chapter. And so the more you give us now that we've covered the chapters, the more we can focus, especially now that we are open to bringing guests on. Give us topics. And if enough of you want to focus on a specific topic, we can bring in uh, a guest speaker who's an expert on that. Thank you to all of you. Looking forward to um, more and more of this as we all grow and evolve together. And as we always say on the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast, Please take care of yourselves and your health. Be well.
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress.